I just realized something. You ever have one of those moments where you walk out of a Costco and you don't really think about it, and then later on in the day you realize you made a big mistake? You ever have one of those moments at a Costco? I let my nine-year-old talk me into a box of, uh, you know, like the, the the bows that you put on your Christmas presents. Nothing wrong with that. We always need some. Like we, we always have like cheap ones around or whatever. But she doesn't like those. My daughter likes the really nice bows. You know, the little sticker bows that you put on the presents. And so, I let her talk me into the 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 flipping Costco cube of bows. And it just hit me. Why did I let her do that? I am not going to give 300 presents like ever. Like, what am I going to do? There's a, it's a cube. It is a giant cube. It is the size of a flipping ottoman. And it's all bows. What am I going to do with that? Why did I let her talk me into that? Never shop with your kid at Costco. Just hit me. So Fauci's a racist. And I know that many of you are probably, here goes Casey again. No, I, I just want to remind everybody about something. Let's go back in time now. This is March 23rd, okay? March 23rd, 2020. Not 2021, 2020. Dr. Fauci said he would never call coronavirus the Chinese virus. He would never do it. I've played you the audio on the show before. I don't have the audio of that clip because you have to drill down and find it, and I, I'm just too lazy to do that. So here's the question. <clears throat> this is an interview that he did with Science Insider. You have not said China virus. Now, at the time, that's what Trump was saying. You've not said China virus, a China virus, or a Chinese virus. And Fauci said, ever. And the question was, and you never will, will you? And Fauci said, no. We'll never do that. Josh, cue my audio, please. <clears throat> so a lot of people are saying, oh, it's not it's not China virus, but uh, we're told that you can't say this. This is Fauci over the weekend. Is that if you look at the vaccination, we were vaccinated against the original, what we call ancestral or Wuhan strain. Yet when you on strain, the Wuhan strain, estral or Wuhan strain. I was told that we couldn't say that, Josh. I was told that if you referred to the Wuhan virus in any way, shape, or form, not just China virus, not just Chinese virus, but if you referred to the Wuhan coronavirus, that was racist because people knew it was in China. Wuhan virus was racist. You know, if, if we're going to play this game... They've got to play by those rules. And as we have highlighted over and over and over again, over the 15, 16 years that I've done this show, the left can never play by their own rules. It's mostly because they are everything they accuse you of being, but also their rules are stupid. They never had an issue saying UK variant, UK strain. Um, They say South African. They've said South African several times. The latest South African strain finally was named Omicron. They skipped over Z because they didn't want to offend Winnie the Flu, president of China. But they will always do that. But it's, it's always about optics and racism and everything else. So just a friendly reminder, in March of 2020, Fauci said he would never do anything like what he just did over the weekend. Now, keep in mind, 
I'm not making the rules. You should be able to call it Wuhan Wuhan virus. It's no different than the Spanish flu or any other virus that we could ding, dengue fever. We could play this game. We've done it a million times on the show. They're wrong. We're right. They're being hypocritical. We're being consistent. That's just how it is. But I would like to point out just one more time. Their rules dictate that Dr. Fauci said something racist and xenophobic over the weekend on Fox News. And nobody seems to be upset about it because, well, he's not Donald Trump. And that's the real reason here. He's not Donald Trump. So why is it? Why is it that you are allowed, if you're Dr. Fauci, to say the things that nobody else is allowed to say without them being called a racist? Of course, the news media just completely covers it up. Is this the the worst thing that Dr. Fauci has done? Of course not. Dr. Fauci is responsible for the deaths of tens of thousands of people at a bare minimum. Directly responsible for those deaths. So, no, this is clearly not the worst thing in the world. But Andrew Cuomo was responsible for the deaths of thousands of people directly, and nobody cared about that uh, until he started inappropriately touching female staffers. And then all of a sudden he had to go, only because he wasn't politically beneficial to the Democrats in New York anymore. They wanted to change the guard. So it just kind of makes you wonder what's, uh, what's really going on here. And I know that you're all well, well aware of how this game is played. I know that you're all well aware of the double standards here. And there will be some liberals out there who are so unaware of their own surroundings. They lack self-awareness. They have no cognition. And they will be rolling their eyes having no idea what in the world we're talking about when it's their rules. Their rules are, if you refer to this virus as Wuhan in any way, shape, or form, it is xenophobic and racist. And Fauci did it over the weekend. And nobody in the news media appears to be calling him on it. Because, again, double standards. Well, while we're on the subject of COVID, let's just take a a couple of minutes. I'm not going to spend a ton of time on this. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. I took more time uh, last week than I wanted to on, on all of this. But I do want to point out just a couple of developments that have happened here. Um, There is an article that is in the New York Post. Mask mandates are harming our kids' development. This is in addition to the mountain of research that I've already given you, which highlights this exact thing. Um, And a lot of that research, once again, coming from very ultra-left-wing sources, which are saying that, look, this masking thing, not only does it not work, not only is it unscientific, 100%, uh, but it is causing damage to our children. And I'm not just talking about the physiological damage, which is undeniable, but they still pretend doesn't exist in spite of the fact that you can go to the NIH website and see all of the studies about oxygen restriction all you want. Classrooms may finally be open around the country, but we continue to live with the consequences of putting schools last. My first grader is struggling in school. He just turned six and can't read yet. He gets very easily frustrated. It's hard to watch. A six-year-old not reading is not the end of the world. We know he'll catch up. His parents are on it. He comes from a home filled with books. His two older siblings uh, are voracious readers, and we have already gotten him a tutor. He is lucky, I think, often of the kids who are not so lucky. A recent story in USA Today headlined, Pandemic first graders are way behind in reading. Experts say that they may take years to catch up, highlighted that first graders 
are especially at academic risk, according to Jackie Mater, who's the reporter. Now, Jackie Mater went and spoke with education experts who said first grade is the reading year and pivotal for elementary students. Now, again, over the entire pandemic, I have highlighted numerous bits of research. Some were initial, some were peer-reviewed that have highlighted this exact thing. So this is nothing new. It's just that USA Today and the New York Post did articles on it here in the past week. Okay, Now, let's go to the UK. I know it's not the US, but it's still relevant. A doctor was banned for questioning the efficacy of masks, has now won a court case in the UK. A doctor in the UK who was banned from using social media by the General Medical Council. Yes, they can do that there. Remember, as bad as it is here, it's worse everywhere else. Proclaiming, quote, masks do nothing, and they don't, has won his case in the high court. Dr. Samuel White, who happens to be white, which means he's double racist, was slapped with an 18-month ban by the General Medical Council after he posted a video on Instagram and Twitter in June questioning the efficacy of face coverings. In the video, White said why he could no longer tolerate working with his previous roles because of the lies around NHS and the government's response to the pandemic, which were so vast he could no longer stomach them. So he he fought it, he went to the court, and he won. Of course, he's right. He's 100% medically and scientifically right. And he went to the court, and he won. So they've now reversed that decision. There is a study in Germany. A study conducted by researchers in Germany found that not a single healthy child between the ages of 5 and 18 died from COVID-19 in the first 15 months of the pandemic. Now, we know in the United States, not a single healthy child in the United States has died from COVID-19 either. Over 200 children have, but they died with COVID, not because of it. Overall, the SARS-CoV-2-associated burden of a severe disease course or death in children and adolescents is low. This seems particularly for the case of 5- to 11-year-old children without comorbidities, while COVID claims zero lives of healthy children between the ages of 5 and 18. It only claimed the lives of six children and adolescents in that age range who had pre-existing conditions. Again, that's in Germany. So Germany's research mirrors what the U.S. research shows. Now, they also mirror what the U.K. shows. The figures in the U.K. were only six healthy children out of 12 million died from COVID. It is not one of those things that kills kids, thank God. And again, this is the, this is the point of dealing with the vaccines because... We've got more and more research now about vaccines and blood clots and vaccines and, and, and heart conditions for younger people. And that is something that has got to be evaluated by you parents. Has to be. Weigh the risks. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but you need to have the information. And anybody, anybody who tells you that there isn't a risk to your child that is equal to or greater than the risk of serious reaction from COVID is straight up lying to you. Run for the hills. And all of the evidence, all of it, says I'm right. Anybody who says otherwise, they have no data to back them up. None whatsoever. There's a 
You know, it's kind of interesting because we pointed out that the Omicron strain had not had a single hospitalization anywhere in the world. <clears throat> and then I had an emergency room doctor who said that Omicron was so mild it might offer the ER doctor. Omicron may provide natural immunity with mild symptoms. And that was five days ago. Okay. And he was pointing out, he's like, look, there's, there's virtually no symptoms with Omicron. And yet it's providing robust immunity for all of the variants of the virus afterwards. And at the time, zero hospitalizations. What does the news media do? The Daily Mail um, mischaracterizes some data. Oh, there's a massive surge in hospitalizations in the district where Omicron was found. They don't drill down to if it's caused by Omicron or anything of that nature. Not even close. Um, But again, we've been here before. If that is true, we'll certainly let you know, because if Omicron is more dangerous, we want you to be aware of that. There's no data that suggests that at this point in time. All of the data seems to suggest that it is not as dangerous as Delta. And a lot of people are very hopeful that it will take over as the predominant strain, uh, but there's still not a ton known about it. So as that develops, we'll continue to update you on that. But I do find it very interesting that once people started pointing out that not a single hospitalization happened, And the two doctors responsible for finding it have slammed the international community because it is not dangerous. And the other doctor came out, uh, female. Yeah, the doc who helped discover Omicron variant wrote a scathing letter condemning a knee-jerk lockdown by world governments. (laughs) The two doctors that found it are telling everybody it's mild, it's not serious. And, of course, everybody is having a conniption fit over it. And what does the news media do? Oh, my God, everything's on fire in Africa. Not true. Got more coming up. Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I'm your host, Casey Hendrickson. I still got things from like last Wednesday that are still topical. A former Capitol Police Chief, remember they replaced the police chief? Well, they, he resigned. He gave congressional testimony. And uh, a letter was also sent to Pelosi. And it contradicts the charges against up to 700 of the defendants in the January 6th. We'll just call it an inquisition. You realize this is this is a big deal, right? So what's happening on January 6th? And again, some of the individuals during the January 6th riot need to be charged with crimes. Nobody's denying that that I'm aware of. The problem is, is that very few people actually participated in that comparatively to the rest of the crowd, there was no insurrection. That's a lie. Even the FBI says it's a lie. And most of the people who entered the Capitol were either invited in by the police, engaged in in no illegal activity whatsoever, or just kind of wandered in with the crowd and had no idea that windows were broken and anything of that nature. Again, nobody's excusing the behavior of those who actually engaged in violence. Nobody's excusing that behavior. They need to be charged. 
But that is, you know, what, two dozen people, maybe? So following the January 6th protests on Capitol Hill, around 700 people were arrested and thrown into jail. Keep in mind that a court and the U.S. Marshals Service has uncovered that many of them are being abused and being kept in inhumane conditions in jail by the uh, by the Capitol Police, D.C. Police. I forget which department specifically is responsible here. Um, <clears throat> and we also know that a lot of them are being held unconstitutionally without without a hearing, without uh, charges and things like that for an extended period of time. That's all starting to change now that that was being exposed, but I digress. Some of them have been ordered to be, re- be released by the courts. Almost all of the detainees have been charged with the obstruction of an official proceeding, which uh, with the state arguing that the evacuation of the joint congressional session was instigated by those who mostly peacefully entered the building. However, Mosley, who represents multiple detainees from January 6th, pointed to testimony given by then Capitol Police Chief Stephen Sund to the Senate Homeland Security and Government Affairs Committee and the Rules and Administration Committee on February 23rd based off of a February 1st letter that Sund sent to Pelosi. Mosley argued that Sund, in his testimony, admitted that the real reason for the evacuation of the Capitol was due to a number of pipe bombs that the Capitol Police found. Now, we've talked about this. There were pipe bombs that were placed at the RNC headquarters, they were placed at the DNC headquarters, and they were worried that there were going to be some posted at the Capitol. They have not identified, I don't believe, who the pipe bomber is. The U.S. Capitol Police went up to the presiding officer at the podium and said, there is a threat. Congress has a pre-existing rule that allows immediate recess without a vote. The Capitol Police advised the presiding officer of the Senate of the threat, and therefore, they immediately evacuated the room. As Sund confirmed to Republican Oklahoma Senator James Lankford, congressional buildings near the two pipe bombs, the Cannon House office building, as well as one of the Library of Congress buildings, were evacuated solely due to the explosive threat and had nothing to do with anyone protesting nearby. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. If that is the case, the former police chief of the Capitol Police saying the evacuations only happened because of the pipe bomb threat. The pipe bombs were not Trump supporters. They weren't protesters. They weren't the January 6th people. So if 700 of them have been charged with obstructing this this event in government, but they weren't the ones responsible for it, then the charges are null and void. And at that point, what are you charging with? You're back down to trespassing. But we've got video which shows that many of them were invited in. So how do you parse out who was invited in and who was not invited in and broke in? And of course, news media not covering it. MNC News Time is 5.32. Time to check out Impress Jewelry Creations, creating meaningful jewelry for the moments that will last a lifetime. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. All right, here's the deal. I think I have found an alternative to Google. 
And I know you've heard that before. But this, I've been using it for just a day. It's only a day. I just want you to know it's it's only a day. So far, I have had better search results with this than I have with Google. You know, DuckDuckGo, I get it. Some people use DuckDuckGo. Um, some people don't like the results for certain searches. DuckDuckGo also has been in the news lately for some social justice nonsense. There is an article here in Digital Trends. Will Google ever lose its throne as king of search? You.com is betting on it. You ever heard of you.com, Josh? I hadn't either. But I ran into this article and I'm like, all right, let's give it a go. And you.com works really well. I've been very impressed with it. I've been using it all day. I believe that the video and the image search results are a lot better than Google's. And they also focus on privacy. So I know that that's a big reason why a lot of people do not want to use Google is the privacy angle. Uh, U.com focuses specifically on that privacy angle. They will not sell your information to anybody else. Uh, They seek to challenge the single gatekeeper of search that is Google. And basically, they've, they've got a very interesting way of doing it that I can't explain to you here in 30 seconds. But it is a lot better than DuckDuckGo, in my opinion, based on my limited experience with it. I'm going to continue to use it. I've had really good results. U.com, like Y-O-U, U.com. Give it a go, and I'll link to the article so you can get more information about it in the Daily Show prep. More coming up, Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I don't know how many of you are fans of Joel Osteen. You know, the pastor? You heard of, the, you heard of him, right, Josh? You know who Joel Osteen is. Remember um, a long time ago, like 2014, there was a heist where like 600 grand went missing, and it was all over the news on how like somebody broke into his church and stole $600,000. Remember that? Yeah, a plumber found the money in the wall of his building And uh, the police in Houston are involved now. It appears, it is possible, I'm not indicting him, but it is is possible that Joel Osteen stole his own money and hid it from everybody in order to get more money and notoriety. We don't know yet. Story's still developing. Here's Bill O'Reilly.